Hello, and welcome to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin with... Erica Reddick. And we are back for yet another episode of News, Politics, and as you'll find out, our large, large, large dose of irreverence. And we Erica, need a lot of it today, I think. We need a lot of irreverence today. There is so much going on, I don't know where to start. <laughs> Folks, stay, stay with us, because not only are we going to talk about more government election interference this this segment we are going to delve into finally i've I've tried not to presidential politics Mm. the fields are getting large Mm. we're gonna we're gonna jump into the i mean erica you're gonna love this one the far right radicalization pyramid right (laughs) uh which if you haven't heard i mean it's egregious frankly but it is segment two and then and then we're going back to our old friends in china who are at it again but in any event let's jump right into all of this so See, is it so? What's the agency? CISA. Those are the ones that you know that that monitored all the computers for the for the for the government. Mm. I mean, we started with the. Let's let's tee this up. We okay. started with the Twitter files, right? And if you remember when Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter, he disclosed that the government had a way to not only get into Twitter but adjust the algorithm. Correct. Remember that? Yeah, they got a back. Door, they got their own back door, basically, to uh, add uh, little tags to people. Right to be able to censor what is out there. So it now turns out that under a FOIA act, the uh, Media Research Council uh, has requested this information about the censorship during the 2020 election. And is it CISA or CISA, which is, again, I got to, you know, you can never pronounce these things properly, mm. right? It's the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and with it, the Election in- Integrity Partnership, oh, the EIP. Oh, God. Right? Both of which are... So they're now under scrutiny for everything that they censored during the 2020 election. And guess what the Biden administration is doing? What? They refuse to disclose that information. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, come on. Are you really surprised? Uh, no. But if it's Are a you FOIA really surprised? request, I thought you had to comply with a FOIA re- Freedom of information, right? That was the whole thing with the, with the uh, Patriot Act or, you know, whatever, whatever, like... Freedom Information Act. If we ask the government for information, they have to give it to us. Well, well, first of all, you would tie a, a million pound ball and chain on their leg and then they'd tell you to walk from here to there. So that you'll get it. But, you know, you and I may be dead when you it get it. I just find it. I, I, I just, and it'll be redacted, right? But I just find it interesting. Not interesting is the wrong word, but but here's another example of government censorship, and we're yet supposed to believe. And look, I'm not questioning the 2020 election and saying it was false, but you got to say where are the answers? Well, because I, now, they, so so now now they, the government, the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, the Department of Justice actually reached out to I want to say it was Washington University who was conducting the study. Let's see, the Daily Caller News Foundation, right? Okay, reaches out. Um, to, where's my favorite? There it is. Re- reaches out to the University of Washington Center for Information pu- Inf- Informed Public. And what they asked, the DOJ has now asked them, well, what information are you going to release uh, based on this request? And we want to see it before you release it because we may we may have to go to court to block its release. What? <laughs> I'm not. Are you? I'm, oh, my God. And then they wonder why no one has faith in our elections. Right. This is, you know, you would think that a administration who seems to care so much 
about, um, you know, not having a repeat of 2020, that you would want to be as transparent as possible so that the American people can trust their elections rather than continue to feel like things are being kept from them, right? Erica, what planet are oh you from? Oh my God, Mars you, apparently. You, you, no, no, wait, wait a minute. Do you, do, do you really think, given everything that's in the news, that you think that the Biden administration and the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security really cares what you think, no. whether or not the elections had integrity or no. not? They care about They care about winning. And if, let's just make an assumption, and folks, we're making an assumption mm-hmm. here. Let's just make an assumption that there was some irregularities Right. Let's call them irregularities because they just found another whole box of, you know, absentee ballot stuff in some warehouse in Michigan, <gasps> again, by the way. Um, Are you uh, serious? And there was another one. Yeah. And then they just had somebody testify, a, a postal worker that he took, you know, several, you know, hundred thousand ballots, you know, and, <gasps> and hit him in a warehouse. But but, you know, again, that's conspiracy theory. Oh, you know, okay. that's Robert's conspiracy. Theories. Right. But let's just assume for argument's sake that there was some irregularities in the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's assume that as a result of those irregularities, the the Biden administration or President Biden got elected. Now, I still want to understand how he got the most votes in history hiding in his basement. There's no way you're going to get me to believe that. He got more votes than Barack Obama. He got more votes than Donald Trump in 2016. Now, I understand this whole ballot harvesting, mail-in ballots. mail-in ballots, certainly would increase that number. But but look at the numbers, folks. It's just not possible. It's wild. So here you have another example of the government censoring. And by the way, so Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook or Meta or whatever he's called, <laughs> also just came out and gave an interview that said that the government came to them during the 2020 elections and, and forced them, essentially, yeah. to, censor in, to censor information under the um, belief that the information was false, i.e. the government was telling them it was false. And it turns out that a lot of that information that they censored, and there were over 18 million pieces of information they censored in 2020, turns out to be true. Most of those coming from Dr. Fauci, of course. Well, that's what, you know, I was listening to this really great article um, talking about pre-bunking, okay? There's this- Pre-bunk, wait, wait. Is that like sleeping on normal beds before you pre-bunk? What? <laughs> no, it's like debunking before it happens. So basically... It, oh, pre-bunking. 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 Uh, so basically what the government does uh, is go in, right, what they did with this Zuckerberg that... I think that was on the Joe Rogan podcast he was talking about that. So basically... I'll, the, tell, you a, I'll tell you in a second. Keep talking. The government goes in and starts uh, basically... Uh, kind of said, oh, you know, hey, be on the lookout. You know, you should be really worried about this. So they're basically like trying to debunk the argument or conversation before it even happens, putting doubt in the minds of listeners, viewers, whomever it is. So that's what the government did. It was pre-bunking, essentially, the social media platforms, and they just went along with it. They were like, okay, we'll just believe whatever you say. Which just goes to show you everything you see in a movie will one day become a reality. Do you remember the, <laughs> Do you remember Minority Report yes. with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Pre-crime? 
So we're going to arrest you not for the crimes you've committed, but we're going to arrest you because you're about to commit a crime. So we're going to get to you before you commit a crime. Well, same thing here. Yep. So we're going to pre-bunk. But, you know, this does go back to Stalin, right? Stalin said, who votes doesn't matter. Who counts the votes matters. Mm. It's the same thing here. It's this information. It's the Bakersfield massacre wow. and the running man. It's the same thing where they're manipulating data. And then when now when you factor in AI... Oh, right. And, and all right. Oh, no. I mean, come on. When you factor all of this in, um, you know, I think, you know, there's an island in the South Pacific that is not per, uh, currently colonized. It's called the Pitcairn Islands. I think we should all go there and start. Oh, over is that again. for real? For real? With Pit, Pitcairn. You mean mutiny on the bounty? Wait, is, Pit, are, the Pitcairn. Islands. Are you making yeah. this up? Is there there's a place that's not colonized? Uh, well, they all died out. So if you if you really want to get into the movie stuff, you know, um, started with I think Clark Gable was the first one. Marlon Brando did it, and some a couple other people. I think Mel Gibson. But basically, that was the HMS Bounty. They you know go to bring the bread uh, the breadfruit plants from Tahiti back to England. Oh wow! You know, see, remember, remember, I watch movies with dead people. You watch movies with people who are alive. So F Fletcher Christian, the first mate, mutinies, right? All right. And then and then they and when the British fleet comes to get them in Tahiti after Captain Bly makes probably the greatest water crossing in a rowboat from Tahiti with a crew of, I think, four people back to England. They come to get him. He flees to the Pitcairn Islands, which is at that point uninhabited. Um, there's a whole, you know, uh, colonization, but then they, they all die out. So the bottom line is it's vacant. And if you don't like what's happening here, folks, oh, we should all, at least a bunch of us, go there try again. And, and start again. Oh, my God. Um, That's crazy. I like it. I know. I know, All right. I know. But right. spe speaking of starting again, yeah, we are obviously in in the thick of the presidential primary season. Oof. So at at last count, yeah, how many? There are eleven Republican oh. uh, Republican contenders. Oh my God! It's going to be twenty sixteen all over again. You think? But there are three Democratic contenders. So there's oh. what's her name, Marianne w Williamson. Oh, I think there's yeah. her name. So she's she's like a new age guru yeah. or something. Yep, I've read So we can all like books. hold hands in a circle and own, uh, yep. you know, yep. and make the country better that way. Yep. Right. Uh, the, the interesting one to me, and we'll talk about them in segment three, is RFK. Yep. Um, but so I have a test for you. There are eleven people running for Republican. president, the Republican side. Name them now. And by the way. Trump and DeSantis. Okay, I'll give you. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. And, and excuse me. And okay, that's number three. Um, uh, uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, number four. Chris Christie. Uh -huh. Tim Scott. Number five. Right. Um, oh God. Uh, was a senator from Florida? I know he was toying with it. Has he jumped in yet? The other Scott. Uh, Rick Scott from Florida is not jumping in. Not he has in. said no. Chris Sununu, my governor in New Hampshire, has said no, that he's not running. Okay. Um, so. Ted Cruz is not running. Wait, so what did I get, like five or six? Eleven. Who else is there? Oh, come on now. Come on. Come, come, come. Um, you can do better than that. Uh, oh, uh, you know Chris Christie is oh, running, yeah, which, by the way, is going to make a very, uh, as one Jersey boy to another, uh, which, by the way, I have to say something. We're, this is a New Hampshire radio show. Yeah. We, we're going to get some of these guys on to interview because no one is going to win the New Hampshire nomination without appearing on Of the People. That's right. Think about I that? love that. I think you're right. I think right. that we are the premier uh, up-and-coming radio show and podcast in New Hampshire. Political talk show. Political talk right. show. 
who wouldn't want to come on and talk to us? We're fabulous and delightful. Let's be real. Okay. Um, so I got one for okay. you. So Larry Elder is running, and I love Larry Elder. He's obviously, a disciple what? of Thomas Sowell. But but um, I don't know. I would love to get. So I think we're going to be at a meeting with him. Okay. We're going to see if we can get him on the show. All right. I don't. And by the way, folks. We have a prediction coming up later at the end of this segment. Stay tuned for that. Ooh. But why I mean, he's I running, like Larry, I don't know. But... I think he's great. Um, Asa Hutchinson, former governor of Arkansas. Oh. Right. And then oh. and then you have Mike Pence, the former vice president. Oh, he, amazing. oh right. Oh, of course. Yep. Just jumped in. Doug Burgum, who is the North Dakota governor. And I got one for you. Who the heck is Perry Johnson? Who? I, I haven't even heard of Doug <laughs> Berman. Wait, Doug Berman, isn't he the executive producer of Wait, Wait, Don't Did, Tell what, Me? Doug Berman what, is what, a producer what, for NPR. What was the what, name? Was I, were I, was I, was I slurring my words? <laughs> Burgum. B-U-R-G-U-R. Burgum. Who is this Perry I mean, person? Perry, I, I, I don't know. Some businessman. He's self-funding, right? Look, anytime oh. you self-fund, you can do that. Okay. But... Look, look, it's going to be interesting. And obviously this is against the backdrop of Trump being now indicted for classified information, which, you know, we can go down that rabbit hole if you want to. But at the end of the day, um, you know, what I find interesting just as a sidebar on that com on the whole concept or mm. a notion of him being indicted. Yeah. So all these hundreds of boxes were found in different Biden residences and in the garage by the Corvette and at the Penn Institute. Mm. Right. All of that. And what most people don't realize now, look, we'll find out, did Trump declassify this information or didn't he? But the vice president doesn't have that authority. No authority. He, he was hiding all this information as vice president, and yet where's the... So it's not like President Biden did this. Right. And this was when he was vice president under Obambi. Or senator. Some of it was from when he was a senator, which means True. he doesn't even have the right to take it out of anywhere or, or outside of a skiff. So right. and you know how people say there are two two sets of laws. There's really three sets of laws. Mm. There's one set of laws that applies to Donald Trump. Mm. There's one set of laws that applies to Democrats, and then there's a set of laws that apply to the everybody rest of else. Us. I just everybody else. I just want to know what those are. You know, but it would be I, nice to know the rules so we could uh, all play by them. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that would be fair. You know. Okay. So so who's the Republican nominee? You got a prediction? Oh, God. You mean in the it, end it, after it, the primaries? It, yeah. Who's the nominee? Uh, is it Trump? You know. I know. I'm forcing you on the record. Oh, God. You know, I. You know, I, I, Donald Trump's popularity remains and he is able to pick up uh, the populist middle. And I think that the way that people see him being gone after is going to make people defend him and stick up for him. Um, I, you know, and I, 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 I appreciated what he did as president. Uh, he had a lot of really good policies. But if Donald Trump is the nominee, the one thing I just want to make sure is that this race is still about the American people, about American exceptionalism and making America great again not about vengeance for Donald Trump. And and that's my only concern about him being the nominee. Um, you know, if we got the first couple years of Trump presidency, I will take it. Uh, again, I just don't want it to be the vengeance of Donald Trump. 
But I do well, want it, 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 it'll be the vengeance of the deep state if Trump gets elected. By, by the way, here's my here's my theory. Now we're we're going to end with my prediction. Okay. When we get the high sign from Lord Benjamin that we got to go make money, but until we get there, my uh, here's what's really going on. My they they being the Democrats or the deep, deep state, state. Yeah. They they want Trump. They as the do. Nominee. They just they absolutely. They just do. want a da- they want a damaged Donald Trump. So they're not doing this to prevent him from running and they want him to run. Right. I I'm in agreement with that. And again, as long as it's about America, um as long as it can be about America, what I care about most. Here's what I care about. I want whoever is the nominee to be sincere about dismantling the deep state. And that was one of the things that I think um, was disappointing about the Donald Trump presidency. He said he wanted to drain the swamp. That swamp did not get drained. Uh, In fact, he brought some more swamp in there with him. Now, I think one of the benefits was he really exposed it. I mean, he really exposed the deep state. And so, so that's what I care about. Whoever the nominee is needs to be, uh, have, ooh, I was going to say something. I don't know if I'm allowed to say on the radio. They have to be very strong, uh, willing to go they, after they, they, these people. They have to have, they have to have cojones. Can I say that? Uh, well, Bill Mark can say cojones. It needs I don't to be, uh, I want somebody. We're, we're, get, we're, we're I got it. Yeah. We're getting the high sign. We're getting the high sign. And I want to end on this prediction. My prediction, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Joe Biden will not be the nom- Democratic nominee. Really? For president. All right. You can take, you can take that to the bank. To the bank. You heard it at, of the people. And I'm Robert Chernin with Erica Reddick. We got to go make some money. Stay tuned. We're going to be back with the far-right pyramid of radicalization. And if you think it's a joke, folks, Mm -mm. stay tuned. It's deadly serious. We'll be right back. America came into being based on a shared belief and a common set of values. Unlike other nations that were bound together based on common ancestry, race, or caste, we came into being based on a simple and shared set of ideals. That the power of government is based on the consent of the governed. That life, the freedom to live life on our own terms in our own way, free from government interference, and liberty, our most precious value, and the pursuit of happiness, which means we are free to pursue that which we choose with the knowledge and courage to know that nothing is guaranteed to us in this life. Those values, America was founded on these basic inalienable rights. Freedom to pray to God in our own way. Freedom to think and speak freely without fear of punishment or harm. And freedom to gather in our places of worship and in our local taverns. And freedom to defend ourselves, our families, our homes, and our neighbors as we see fit. The American Center for Education and Knowledge is dedicated to protecting American exceptionalism anywhere and everywhere it is threatened. ASIC is a 501c3 and depends on your tax-deductible donations. Please help us continue our fight. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the show on WNTK and WUVR on the radio in New Hampshire. 
Just a reminder that you can also find us on social media. Some of the more spicy takes and uh, you might get a little bit more energy uh, and some of the things that we can't talk about on the radio. So you can find of the people on Rumble, that's the best place, at Robert Chernin. Okay, so we're on Robert Chernin's channel on Rumble. And uh, again, that's where you're going to find our spicy takes, our hot takes, things that you're not going to hear on the radio. We've got a YouTube channel too, you guys, but these days, YouTube, uh, we're getting community guideline strikes left and right, even when we're telling the truth. So join us on Rumble. That's where the movement, the free speech movement is happening. You can also find us on Twitter, shorts on YouTube, uh, the things that we can say, uh, great opportunities to share Share the message and keep people engaged. Twitter, it's RB Churnin to get Robert. For me, it's Erica Reddick. That's E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-D-I-C because I know y'all spell my name wrong. I know you do. I know you do. It's okay. I love you anyway. I love you. So find us on social media. Get those spicy takes on Rumble. And again, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to all these social media channels Help us fight the big tech overlords and make sure this message gets shared. And welcome back to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin. I'm Erica Reddick. And we are back segment two. Erica, let's rush (laughs) right in. So... You know how you've heard, because I told the folks where we're going. Oh, right? my God. You, this, you know, I've been you, waiting for this one. I'm so excited. Well, I, um, you're excited? Because okay. it's so um, stupid. Uh, this is what I said uh, we were going to need a ton of irreverence for. No, no. This is deadly serious. So you've heard the Great Pyramids, right? One day I hope to get to see the Great Pyramids. But you've heard about the Great Pyramids. And then there's the lesser pyramids, like the Food Pyramid, which we see how well that's working for most of America, right? <laughs> Especially in flyover country. Um, but now the government, and actually it's not the government, they funded the study, has come out with the Pyramid of Far-Right Radicalization. Yeah. Yep. And what it does is it, it connects... It, everything from the Christian Broadcasting Network to the Proud Boys all the way up to the fascist organizations, and they're all lumped together, and it's just a question of degree. Yep. Have you seen this thing? It, it is. I laughed so hard, and then I was like, I, I was like a mix. It was a mixed emotions because it's so stupid. Uh, it's not stupid. It's deadly. First of all, first of all, Homeland Security. I'm holding it, folks. Take a look at this one. Go, go look at yeah. it. Right. We're going to we're going to for for those of you listening, uh, make sure to go to Twitter or Rumble. We'll put it in the video so you can see it. well. Absolutely. Yep. So. So first of all, Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, gives a grant to I think it's uh, University of Cincinnati or something. Ohio. Yep. to, To Ohio to do this study and to put out this food pyramid of radical groups. Now, just to give everyone a sense of all of this. On the lower level, so basically they're equating the Christian Broadcasting Network, the NRA, right? And by the way, they put a tea, the Tea Party down there. Is the Tea Party still even in existence? No, they put them out. They right. used the IRS right. to right. make them go right. away. Right. So Fox News, Heritage Foundation, American Conservative Union, and then the next tier, which they call the Alt-Light, 
right? So it's no longer alt-right, it's alt-light. <laughs> so we go from mainstream conservatism <laughs> to the alt And by the way, so they're now equating the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers with Dennis Prager and Turning Point That's USA. Right. And what I'm trying to figure out is what is Quillette doing in there? It, not even... Which is, which is by... Right. It's not even... That's not even a bunch of right-wingers. Why is Quillette right. on there? So, I mean, if you think the government isn't trying to skew this i mean what show was it that we did back in one of our early shows where mm -hmm. it was the it was it the department of justice back in That's like 2006 right. i think maybe the, it was, was no i'm sorry it wasn't it was 86 it was during the reagan that's years. right that's why i couldn't find it yet. yep basically said that anyone is pro-family with christian values is a potential terrorist so now on steroids you have the deep state, you have the FBI, and look, clearly they're weaponizing. I know that that's now the term in the vernacular, but they're weaponizing the different uh, departments within that's the executive right. branch. Uh, the IRS, the Department Homeland Security, the FBI, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. But so now they come out with this study that shows that, and some of these guys, I don't know, have you heard of some of these guys? That's, so if you go up to the, to the third yeah, level, which is the white supremacist, AKA the alt right, which has so the national Nazi, right? Like, so just so everybody, right. like, it goes from the RNC, okay, to to freaking Prager U and then Nazis, okay? This is how they think which, it's progressing. Which, 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 by the way, would the Nazis be in the fourth, the, the top That's tier? That's how are they in the third I mean, tier? I, I, Who's above I Nazis? I mean, if you were, if you, if you, if you, if you were a Nazi, wouldn't you be offended by this? I, uh, I mean, they, they should be the most, I mean, come on. They went and I murdered mean, just, a bunch of people. But, but, but really, so the thing, the thing is, first of all, if you look up the pyramid for far left extremism, guess what? Does it exist? It, it doesn't exist. So everything here. So if you're patriotic and look, I, look, I, I understand some of, some of these groups on, on the top, but, but yeah. on the other hand, on the other hand, you know, when you have a government that censors, um, information when you have a government whose who's um not integrity what's the word um that i'm looking for basically mm. the that that legitimacy mm. of the election yeah. right um which is i mean maybe it is maybe it isn't but we certainly there's a lot of things we don't have answered and you have a lot of people who i mean if you look at the declaration of independence it basically says that when the government no longer represents the people you're duty bound to overthrow the government now i'm not arguing to overthrow the government folks let's be clear Two arms, two arms, right? Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, la guillotine, yeah. la guillotine. Uh, yeah, we but got elections that, still. That, we give the, anyway. Well, but yeah. Well, you have, right. But the fact that your government, that our government, has funded a study to for on far-right radicalization and basically equates, and they're not quite equating, but they're basically saying the American Conservative Union, Match Lap, they're saying, it was just CPAC, the NRA, <laughs> Christian Broadcasting <laughs> Network, RNC, Fox News and Heritage Foundation are, they call them Main Street conservative, but if you get into the data, they basically say that these sort of are feeder systems to the higher ups on the pyramid. Right. And then the second is, obviously they put MAGA in there, right? make America great again, e equal to Prager, equal to Turning Point, equal to InfoWars, equal to uh, Proud Boys, equal to, and Breitbart is of course, Breitbart. Yeah, Andrew Breitbart, right? Breitbart isn't, not, and then all of this feeds into a radicalization. I mean, Erica, I, it's it's funny, but it's not it, funny. right. Well, and here's the, the one of the things that it stood out to me right away was the fact that a swastika was even on here. 
uh, Nazis were Why? they're Why? left wing fascists. The Democrat socialists, so much, you know, so whatever, really... whatever. So well, wait a minute, no, 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 they're right. No, 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 no. Communists are left wing fascists. That's what I'm saying. Nazis. I no, no. Wait a minute. So Nazism is national socialism, mm. right? But if you but so remember when we talked about at one of our early shows that really. Um, Political ideology is not linear; it's circular. Right. Remember Correct. we talked about yes. that because if you go too far right, you end up left. If you go too far left, you right. end up right. Right. So the path to because you're talking about the you're talking about Antifa is the left, right? Right. Um, but National Socialism is considered to be a a right of center ideology, even though socialism without the national part of it, is considered to be a left of center how? or left-wing ideology. I don't understand how, though. Socialism because, because is antithetical it, to conservatism or to uh, to the Declaration of Independence. Hey, I don't make these rules. <laughs> so I'm just, I, you know, and 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 no one ha and no one has elected me as sort of the you know political you know scientist of the year to be able to say, well, this is this is the way it okay. is. Okay. So basically, but, they took three hundred fifty thousand taxpayer dollars to make up a bunch of nonsense. Is essentially what I'm hearing. Well, it's not nonsense because it's out there. Yeah. By the way, the Homeland Security said the following: deny. Deny and deny. Homeland Security says the presented because there's there's quite an outrage by the way on on social media, and this is very current. Okay. It says the presented chart was not developed, presented, or endorsed by the Department of Homeland Security, and was not part of any successful grant application to the Department of Homeland Security. Wrong what? lie. They, they're denying it. So Mallorca's is um, Department of Homeland Security does not profile, target, or discriminate against any individual for the exercising their constitutional rights protected by the First Amendment. But you're going after the NRA. And by the way, if you're going after the NRA, you're going after the Second Amendment. That's not, that's not terrorism. That's right? wild. Right. So, so they basically have said we didn't do it because there is quite an uproar over it. Right. And they're basically look, they're equating Nazism, right, to Christians and, you know, Republicans and Nazism and Wild. some of these groups. Who are these guys? No idea. I mean, no idea. You guys, there's so many logos and crap on here. I don't even know who half this stuff right. is. Right. So, you know, we didn't get to it, by the way. We, we're getting the one minute warning. This must go really quick wow. because the guy pushing this is a guy named Michael Lodenthal. And Lodenthal says that he is a white that he's against white nationalism, but he admits that he is, a lot of things they're doing are illegal, that he's he's into violence, and he, th he thinks that you have to use violence to drive change against this pyramid. Mm. Folks, you know, we cover a lot of topics. Don't believe me, don't listen to me. Look it up for yourself. This one's for real. This is your government, right? If you're white, if you're Christian, if you're, I guess, hey, if you're RNC. Yeah. I wonder if the RNC people know that they're, they're borderline, you know, fascist or terrorist but in any uh, event, well wait hold on at, i'm getting i'm getting a sign from benjamin we got the time we got we actually have a few more minutes okay benjamin you know you are the man but you know i mean <laughs> you got to wind your clock benjamin lord benjamin all right so since i have time yeah so if we want to if we want to so wrap it, it but, or like give them something succinct here that, that's fine but but it just means you know what it really means yeah other than you know Marrying you, he's not perfect. I know he's mostly perfect. Uh, he's mostly, he's perfect. mostly okay. perfect. 
So one one of these days we're going to get him on and he, can, he gets to take a bow. Yeah. But today, Benjamin, today is not that day. So let me go back to this guy because here's the other guy you should look up, Michael Lodenthal, L-O-A-D-E-N-T-H-A-L, at the University of Cincinnati, right? Yep. He basically said, um, he introduced himself stating that he is a militant Antifa. He then continued his talk by teaching audience members how to securely dox people to their employers, <gasps> how to use VPN, burner phones, encrypted communications, and sock pop puppet accounts to dox people. Wow. And, and then goes on to say, and I quote, a lot of the things we are doing are illegal, <gasps> and a lot of it involves breaking the law. <laughs> and then we go and give him $350,000 to make up and say... No, no, we did it before. We, we did that beforehand. Oh, wow. And, and do, you know what, do you know when Trump was elected in 2016 and they had these spontaneous demonstrations in D.C.? Well, it turns out they weren't spontaneous at all. They were planned by Antifa, including <gasps> this guy who was there and got arrested and has now been documented. Shut up. So... so Okay, I'll shut up. No, don't shut up. Keep talking. No. <laughs> but, well, then, well, then don't tell me to shut up. Oh, my up. God. You know, you know, See, how literal this I is am. the thing. We're literally, the government is literally funding people to tear itself down. Basically, Department of Homeland Security, the, the deep state, the administrative state that we talk about all the time, is literally funding and then encouraging tearing down the the very fabric uh, that holds us together as a country. They are encouraging us to be divided and to distrust one another and to dislike and hate one another. Um, how, I mean, oh man, whoever the Republican nominee is for president, if they are not talking about dismantling their own power by tearing down and defunding the CIA, the FBI, and the administrative state, Erica, they, Erica, nobody Erica, better they're not be voting for them. Erica, they're not going to. I mean, look, you want to defund the CIA, mm -hmm. really? Yeah. You want to defund the FBI? Yep. So, so basically, you know, I learned a long time ago that when a dog comes up to you and start barking, you don't want to get down on all fours and bark back. <laughs> These guys want to defund the police. We don't want to. De we we want checks and balances. We want accountability. We want responsibility. Mm. It's a mean, evil world out there. I want these guys, right? It's the leadership. What you're talking mm. about, the leadership of the FBI. You're talking about, you know, Brennan, you know, John Brennan, you know, the former CIA director. I mean, these guys are scum, right? Yeah. These guys are really bad guys. Yeah. And they have polarized and politicized. And by the way, all of this goes back to Obama. Yeah. This is, I mean, and if any of you think that Joe Biden is running anything, there's a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. He's running nothing. This is the third term of Obama after he plants. I mean, remember that whole meeting in the Oval Office where Susan Rice, where they they brought this whole Trump, you know, ridiculous Trump narrative mm. about, you know, being a Russian spy. Yeah, they and somehow knew. or other. Su and they Susan Rice. Go through. Right, right. Susan Rice somehow writes this has to be done by the book. What? Like everything else shouldn't be done by the book. What made you put that entry in there at that time, at that moment, other than to cover your oh, ass? Oh, my gosh. In any event, don't don't get me pissed off. We have. Oh, to go. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Folks, look, um, it, it's, it, uh, I mean, I, I live in this stuff all day, but until the average p person gets involved in all of this, 
and demands change, there will be no change. Until we find out what focus, what, what we have in common and don't let the, them separate us, yeah. none of this will ever change, yep. ever. That's right. Right. So now what they're doing is they're building this pyramid and say, you know, if you're a, if you're a Christian, you're on the path to being a oh, terrorist. Yeah. If you're a basic Republican, you guys, the base right. layer of this pyramid, again, we, we have to encourage you guys, go check us out on Rumble, Twitter, the website. You're going to see it in the and video. We'll attach it. The Pyramid of Far-Right Radicalization. The RNC, okay? The basic, it, it is just the basic RNC GOP little elephant on here. They're well, saying- well, wait a the RNC may be a terrorist organization. You know, I've been to the RNC. You know, they don't really serve good food there, so they may be a terrorist organization. But if the GOP, if just being a Republican means, you know, if you want limited government and low taxes, and that means you're on the road to radicalization, um, I mean, that is just outrageous. It is, it is, it is foolish and it is dangerous for our government to be encouraging this kind of rhetoric. And if, and if they don't want us to believe that they are intentionally trying to divide, demonize, wait, wait, demonize, divide, de de demagogue. Okay. By the way, you're taking my next, uh, demagogue, three Ds. Mm. Demagogue, demonize, and divide. You know, I want cred for that, because I made that I up. like it. I mean, the three Ds. it really uh, that's, is. That's, that's, of course it is, and, and because it works. Even like, because it works. Like Prager, you being on here, okay? Will Wit, you're trying to tell me listening to a podcast or a man on the street from Will Wit is radicalizing people, or like an Amala Epinobi who is like, these are people who are who are just really kind of trying to understand, uh, and and wait and, wait wait a minute wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're, you know what those people are? They're, they're, they are reminiscent of old-time journalists who actually ask insightful, um, deeper questions because that's supposed to be what the press's job is. Mm. And we could do a whole episode on sort of the um, fourth estate and how they're not really carrying on um, their function and Edward R. Murrow would be turning over in his yeah, grave. But look, so true. we got to go, go to break. And by the way, Triple D, when we're not talking diners, drivers, and dives, Triple D, Demagogue, Demonize, and Divide is where we're going to start next section. Folks, we're going to break. I'm Robert Chernin with... Eric Heretic. And we will both be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Eric Heretic, also known as Generally Irritable. Special shout out and thanks to our Of The People radio and podcast listeners and to our Rumble viewers. We sort of had to give up on YouTube a little bit because uh, they don't like the things that we say. So you guys make sure you go check us out on Rumble. And also while you're there, go ahead, click subscribe, follow, generally irritable. You hear Robert and I talk about it a lot and you might ask yourself, what's the difference? Well, at Generally Irritable, we're not just covering news and politics, but we're talking about how news and politics intersects with culture. We get to go to live events like the How Many More rally at the Austin Capitol, America Fest hosted by Turning Point USA. Talk to and interview some of your favorite pundits, politicians, 
and podcasters to see what they think about where we are at in the American experiment today. Why do we do it? Because we believe that an engaged and informed electorate is the best way to save the American Republic. You'll even find cameos from our producer, uh, Lord Benjamin, AKA Lord Violence, AKA a darker perspective. That's where you can find him on Twitter. You can find me on all of the socials under Generally Irritable, literally all of them. Twitter, you're gonna find me as Erica Reddick, E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-D-I-C. And most importantly, engage, because we need you to overcome the evil big tech overlords. You gotta share, you gotta comment, You got to like, you got to hit that rumble button. Tired of seeing your rights stripped away by the politicians in Washington? Do you feel like you're a red dot alone in a sea of blue? Get connected. The American Center for Education and Knowledge is fighting back to restore America. Join us in our fight for American exceptionalism and start connecting to all the other red dots across the country. Go to ASICFund.org to learn more. That's A-C-E-K-F-U-N-D dot O-R-G. Do it now. Hello and welcome back to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin. With Erica Reddick. Yes, you are. And we are back. All right. Triple D. Demagogue. My triple D. Demagogue. Demonize and divide mm-hmm. right because that's what they do to us that's right. but i want i want to i want to talk about as we get into this section though right i want to first go back to robert kennedy mm. now say what you want about robert kennedy he's probably not my cup of tea and anybody who thinks he's a conservative because of his positions on covid no. let's say or other things right but one one thing he has to get he's gotten right so he came out and basically said he's concerned that the chinese and the global hedge funds are buying up american farmlands and that we're turning us into sort of these you know uh corporate farms Mm, fiefdoms and if you will corporate fief right now he's got a point right Mm -hmm. we've covered how many things on china in terms of what is it? Ninety-eight percent of all our pharmaceuticals, or ninety-two percent, come mm, from China. Mm-hmm. Rare, rare earth minerals. Mm-hmm. You know those fifteen minerals that are used in missiles and guns mm-hmm. and you know computers comes from China. Okay. China is you know buying up real estate around military bases. China is seeding um, money into the U.S. system. A lot of even Republican, former Republican uh, congressmen and senators are now lobbyists on behalf of China, right? So there's a lot of money being spread around here. Okay. But when you think about the fact that, and we learned this during COVID, right, this whole supply chain issue. So now it's not enough that China is uh, um, monopolizing the supply chain of things that we need here. Mm-hmm. Now they're buying up the breadbasket here. Yeah. So they're, they're buying up the food that you're going to need to eat folks. So Robert Kennedy has come out and you know, you got to love, look, you got to respect the guy. Look, I'm not voting for him, Mm -hmm. but you got to, you got to respect the guy. I mean, do you think the rest of his family, he's the black sheep? (laughs) He he must be right. (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, 
you know. I mean, if you're a Kennedy, you're not a flaming liberal. Are you really a Kennedy? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I'll tell you, it's been interesting to hear people talk about him as a candidate because they remember JFK. They remember, his, you know, or his father, or his father, his father. right? Exactly. Who right. were like normal, I think, or like average Americans, right? You're, you're, uh, sort of default liberal, uh, but, but even back then they is, were at least, is there, a, is it, wait, 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 is there a default liberal? <laughs> What is a, a default liberal? Uh, you know, uh, uh, or a classical <laughs> liberal, I guess, is what people call it. It's like the average American who pretty much wants the government out of your pocket, who pretty much wants to be left alone, wants pretty low taxes, but thinks there should be a social safety net. That's kind of what people think about as a classical liberal. And I think most Americans consider themselves a default liberal, right? You grow up. In the school system, I don't consider my I don't consider myself a default. No, I don't. No, I definitely don't either. Wait, wait. Most Americans, where are these most Americans? They're not in flyover it's country. The ones that aren't voting, uh, a lot of the people who aren't voting, a lot of the people who aren't participating in the process, are folks who are like, I just want to be left alone. Um, but also, but that doesn't make them liberal. That doesn't make them. Wait, 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 wait. back up. Okay, back up. I, I disagree. Okay. Respectfully so. Most people who don't get involved in a system are either one of three types of people. One is they're either apathetic because they've never learned their duty to their civic mm. duty to participate. Okay. And the fact that there are people around the world who would die to be able to cast a vote in a free and oh fair my God, election and, so and, true. And, and, and elect their leaders. Yeah. Right. That's one. That's one part of it. The second part of this is they the, we're now back to demagogue demonize and most importantly mm, divide, divide yep. right you keep us divided right i've listened to a bunch of the presidential candidates yeah i like a lot of them and by the way as a republican i like our bench because oh yeah you know well, these guys aren't going to be president but they may be cabinet secretaries oh. having said that if you listen to tim scott and again i'm not endorsing senator scott i like him and but he's talking about this very thing that we're divided in america because because they, the power, in this case, the Democrats and the progressives want to keep everyone divided. That's right. Because if you're divided, you can rule over them much easier. And that's another reason what they end up wanting to do is they want to keep you so busy that you're struggling to survive that you don't have time to focus on. That's politics. what I'm talking about. And so that's why I say. But, but that doesn't make them liberal. No. You said you said these are liberals who, who I mean, that doesn't make them well, liberal. What I mean by what I mean is folks who are just sort of disengaged from the process, but grew up in government schools, uh, you know, grew up watching mainstream television. A lot of these people don't really think past or dig past the headlines or dig into politics like we do because what happens right. what i've seen is a lot of people just consider themselves a default liberal so you know for the for the listening audience i'm making air quotes here you know they just kind of so, think so, everybody should be how they want and be left alone but then so, what's so happened is it, wait is a default liberal someone who still thinks they're voting for fdr is that a default? Liberal? Yeah, or like that the government actually <laughs> still works for them. There are people who don't realize that the government doesn't actually care about them. Because once you start digging in and really learning, you go, oh, wait a second, these people are not for me. They don't care about me. 
oh, these policies are actually terrible. Oh, this is bad. You know, so that's what I call the folks who are like disengaged from the process, but grew up in government schools, you know, grew up listening, you know, watching uh, normal television and stuff like that. Um, because I think once, we, once a, we have to work on it, we, we have to work on our we're definitions. We're going to save that. We'll table that for, <laughs> we'll table that conversation we're, we're, for, we're, for we're later. We're going to work on it. But, but, but let's get back to our, 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 RFK. our for a second. Yeah. Because, because the point here really, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously Kennedy's polling at 16 or 18 percent in the Democratic nomination yeah. process. It's not 18 or 16 Well, and that's what people it, just... It's it's with the, people are like, yeah, but wait, oh, okay. Against the sitting president, against the sitting president. Wait, what? So, say that again, Erica. Erica, Robert F. Kennedy, his campaign, yeah, the candidate is polling sixteen to eighteen percent within the Democratic primary, which means with a sitting president who's who within the Democratic primary only has about a sixty percent approval rating. Oh my god! In the Democratic primary, you have someone out of the gate partially because he's a Kennedy, partially has sixteen to eighteen percent. Uh, support at this point if you if you believe the polls and we can talk about whether or not you should ever believe polls but given their lack of accuracy but the point the point in all of this is i don't want to really stay on kennedy other than the fact that i think he's got big cojones because mm. there's a reason the democratic uh, the dnc is not having debates because oh, you know why they're not having debates because they're protecting biden they're, no because because biden's basement is so old they can't run wiring down there to, to, to set him up for a debate. So because, you know, you know, he's going to not leave the basement again. I mean, assuming he's the nominee. Oh, my God. And, and I, I've gone on record as saying, he dude, but, that guy but, can't walk five feet without assistance, <laughs> let alone debate anybody. What are we talking about over here? And by the way, when he fell at the air, that, what was it? The Air the Force, Air Force Academy, Academy. Yeah. The Air Force Academy. Did you see the picture? He had the stabilizers on his heels because they had a picture on him when he fell on all fours. Yeah. And if you look at the heels of his shoes, yeah, he's I got stabilizers those, on there. What are those? They're stabilizers. They stabilize you from falling, which I guess they're not working really well. <laughs> but they actually only stabilize you from falling left to right. They don't stabilize you from falling right, you know, front to back. <laughs> so, oops, maybe they should put something on the soles of his Oh, shoes. my God. That's and that way. And, and, and that or maybe, you know, you know what they should really do? Do you ever see those, those old Frankenstein movies? Yeah. Put, put him in those Frankenstein boots. Oh, my God. Then Shut he, up. You know, Ears. Now, he might not be able to lift his feet, <laughs> but at least he won't fall. Well, don't you think? You know, I, it makes me it makes you think about. Um, you know, back in the day when FDR was in a wheelchair and then, um, and then you also, I mean, shoot, Governor Abbott is a man in a wheelchair. Is it, are they, are they opposed to giving him a walker or anything? Because the, it, it will acknowledge that he is not as spry as they're trying to make him out to be. Wait, wait a minute. Okay. Look. FDR was in a wheelchair. The press never really reported on it. Oh. FDR also had you know, a, a variety of mistresses that no one reported on. I mean, back in the day, <laughs> there was a lot of things that weren't reported. Governor Abbott, um, you know, obviously it's Texas and what Texas values is not the is not necessary. I mean, they value mm. the intellect, they value the policy, right. they value the man. And Governor Abbott has been able to really, I think, been a very effective governor in spite of the challenges that he's faced in being in a wheelchair. I don't. But but when you take a doddering old president, mm. right? You put him in a wheelchair uh, and you sit sit his rear end yeah. down. 
that, that didn't happen. Yeah, but, but we, 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 di- we digress. Can we get back to okay, China? Okay, China, China, China. Okay. Because China, China, China. I mean, we could talk China, Joe Biden, but uh, right now I think he's got a more of a problem with Burisma, <laughs> but we'll get back oh. to that. Oh. So, so the point, but here's the, here's the point that RFK was making. Here you have China buying up the, the farmlands yeah. in the United States. And I, and I think that they have, let me see if I can get my numbers right, but I want to say it's about 400,000 acres. Something yep, like that between, so between yeah. what the CCP Act. 300, yep, be- 384,000 acres. And by the way, you know who the next biggest landowner is who's buying up? Bill Gates. Bill Gates, right? So Bill Gates, who is worried about the next epidemic that's going to, you know, kill the world is buying up farmland what does that tell you but the point with china is we're not playing the same game there. Mm. china sees us as an interloper china is playing the long that's game. right they they uh, um i remember years ago you know when i was training with uh, one of my instructors from japan after the training we sat down and in very broken english you know, you know, uh, he's he would say, you know, you guys just celebrated your bicentennial, bicentennial. We said, yes, sensei. He said, we have swords that are older than your country. Right. <laughs> so the Chinese are six thousand years old. In comes these interlopers that are two. What are we? Two hundred and twenty four. We're two hundred fifty years old. We're two hundred fifty years old. And and if you go back, remember that book, America Against Americans yeah. from the, America Against from America, the political scientist from China who was here. Yep. That's what they're trying to figure out: is how did this country, that is an upstart, that doesn't have this history, rise to such uh, ascend to be the leader of the free world or the leader of the world, which you can argue we're not anymore. And I would certainly subscribe to that theory. But China is playing the long game because. We're worried about, I mean, and, and watch what's going on. Everything we've talked about from the wokeism yep. to really unmooring, if you will, or, or unattaching America from its founding principles. So then you're floating aimlessly and then you allow, because you can't buy, by the way, you, Erica, or me, Robert, cannot go to China That's right. and buy land in China. You cannot start a company in China. Frankly, if you go to China and, and they know you're coming, you're going to be followed around by a spy anyway, yeah. whether you know it or not. So you cannot, but yet they can come here and they can buy up these companies. They can buy, they bought, and I, I use Smithfield Foods because they're the largest pork and hog producer in the world. That's right. That China now owns, yep. right? IBM, Lenovo, right? Yep. Um, Didn't they GE find out they were making uh, spyware on Lenovo's, by the way? Didn't they, wasn't that the like Department a- Department of Defense. The Inspector General report in 2019, folks. By the way, you should email me, Robert C at ASICfund.org or Erica. Yours. What's your email? Um, do I do I have an email? You are gen- you generally oh, irritable. Oh, generally irritable at gmail.com. There you go. You want a copy of the 2019 U.S. Department of Defense Intelligence reports on COTS, which is commercially off the shelf software. GoPro, Lenovo, wow. um, Lexmark, though all of those things that are, are owned by Chinese companies or Chinese, or, and again, we're talking about the Chinese Communist Party. We're not talking about the people of China. Right. Let's be clear, because I know some xenophobe is going to, or someone's going to call me a xenophobe, or you're racist, or you're, you know, white people, yellow people, red people, black people, pink people, blue people thing, you know, nonsense crap they're going to throw at me, right? Because you know, <laughs> um, 
Did I get the rainbow, by the way? Isn't that Roy G. Biff? Red, orange, yellow. I think so. Green, blue, indigo, violet, something like that. But China's playing the long game, right? Yeah. They're buying up farmland. And by the way, what do you think the Belt and Road Initiative is? In Africa, they're buying in Europe, influence. And, they're bu- they're yep. buying influence. They're Sounds buying up America. companies here to control what what they what you hear and what you don't That's hear. Right. They are paying off politicians. I mean, and, so for someone, let's go back to Kennedy. Big cojones, right? For him to go and for him to go after China. It's a big deal. It really is. And I think that that's that's something the American people are really looking for. Um, They want someone who's strong. They want someone who is going to defend us. They want, the average American wants someone to defend American exceptionalism and American values. Whether you consider yourself right of center or left of center, I think the majority of people are somewhere in the middle and they just want somebody to say, like, sensible, normal stuff. Like, this is not okay. This is not cool. Um, this is dangerous. And and I think that the more that the Biden crime family is exposed, the more we see the corruption and bribery and things like that, the worse the poll numbers are going to get for Joe Biden, and the more Americans are going to be looking for an alternative. And, and I... But that's why... That's what that's they want. That's why they want a damaged Donald Trump to be the Republican nominee because they think it's their best chance. And by the way, the prediction that Biden is not the nominee there. You have one of two choices who are going to be the Democratic nominee for president. Mm. And it's either Gavin Newsom, who, by the way, just appeared on. Wait a minute. He just appeared on Fox News. You don't think that he's grooming. They're grooming him to try to, you know, he just did an interview on Fox News. Uh, with who? Gavin, Gavin Newsom. Oh, uh, I want to say, I think it was Sean Hannity, oh, as I recall. Don't quote, don't quote me on that, right? But it's either going to be Michelle Obama <laughs> or it's going to be <laughs> Gavin Newsom. That's my prediction. I'd be, ha- I'd be happy to be wrong, you know? <laughs> I'd be happy to be wrong. You're so uh, dumb, Robert. There's no way it's going to be Michelle Obama. No way anybody's going to vote right. for her in a prime. For real? Are people so, saying that? Are, are you kidding me? No. Mrs. O- Mrs. Obama? <laughs> Mrs. Happy? <laughs> they liked her. Ugh. The country liked her. Supposedly, the country liked her more than they oh liked him. Oh, my God. If she becomes the Democrat nominee, I quit. I quit. And I'm it, going it, to that island that you said. You're going to the picture. So, so, so you, me, and ben, you, me, and Ben are going to start an armada going to the Pitcairn Islands, right? Oh my um, God, that is too much. Uh, oh uh, God, we'll go to hell in a hand. She hates America. There is nobody that hates America like Michelle Obama. Let me tell you. Good and God. By the way, go go to Princeton. Pull up her, um, not dissertation, whatever her. Um, capstone report yep. was at princeton when she was michelle robinson and, and and you'll see what she really thinks about the country of course she's changed but then again you can prosecute people for what they've done 30 years ago so has she really changed or is she just better at what she's doing we'll get on that at some other point we are getting a high sign there's so much more in china i want to get into and i know most of our listeners probably go they probably go china but folks china is even the now the Department of Defense has declared China to be our number one adversary in the world. That's the Biden administration. And if they came out to say that, 
How much worse is it really? So there's, there's the enemy within, and then there's the enemy without. We're going to leave you on that note. Folks, you have been listening to Of The People. And I am Robert Chernin with my lovely co-host, Erica Reddick. Thanks for staying with us. We'll see you next week. Take care.